Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Hashat Lingam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's been a pleasure. You've My listen, pleasure. You've listened to the podcast? Yeah, I've listened to like nine or ten episodes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Who, who, who did you listen to? I, like, who did you like listening to? Ah, uh, I listened to... Uh, whose was it? I was more listening like with focus. I don't remember. I think so. Abhis. Abhis, yeah, To just yeah. get that Indian... Uh, Indian vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the perspective? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun podcast. She's, um, I haven't seen her in ages. Abhipsha Mohanty, where are you? I guess she's busy. She's touring. She's touring. She's touring? Yeah. Is she touring. where? Self, self, as in like vacation and then oh, comedy. Oh, fucking so. lazy <laughs> shit. No, I think it's amazing that she can go on holiday. I'm really bad at taking holidays. Oh, so, <laughs> same, like, same. Terrible. Same. But oh. when I take, it's like too comforting. Like. Too comforting, too pampering, too. Oh, really? Yeah. How how to how to how is it too pa- too comforting? Too pampering, as in uh, don't obstruct yourself. Like if you could take that room service, take mm-hmm. it, skip the bre- skip the breakfast buffet. Oh wow, nice! Like you go all out. No, yeah, not like in Hiltons or shit. But okay. yeah, you know, three stars, four stars. Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice! I definitely got a different picture in my head all of a sudden. I was definitely imagining like you know some fancy, fancy shit. But yeah, that's that's what movies does to us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, to <laughs> to take the fifteenth floor. Yeah, with those automated curtains. <laughs> The bougiest holiday I've taken, well, on my honeymoon, I went to Singapore on my way to Cambodia. Um, and uh, my parents paid for this very expensive hotel. That was in, their honeymoon present. In Cambodia? No, in Singapore. Singapore. Uh-huh. The St. Regis. We had a butler. Wow. Uh, we had like... yeah, <laughs> Butler on an island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, he. Um, we should have used him more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked to have involved him in some weird like sexual request, but <laughs> we didn't do that. And then, and then the other bougie holiday I had. I, it's, I guess it wasn't that bougie, but it was with Shahak when we went to Italy, and like we really stayed at some nice, nice Airbnbs. And, like, did the Amalfi like in the countryside? Coast. Yeah, like, probably like, like cut off from the main population. Mm, no, nah, not really, not mm-hmm. really. But like, like the Amalfi Coast is just. Like it's just the you know it's just the most stunning coastline ever, and staying in like this really beautiful Airbnb with this view, ugh, hmm. incredible. Even even with Cambodia, I've heard like these uh, one night, uh, uh, what do you call them, resorts mm-hmm. made out of mud and stuff, uh, which are apparently expensive. Just mud like those resorts. vegan, just like those vegan boots. So oh. <laughs> these vegan leather boots, these mud resorts are mud like. Resorts. $450 a night. What? Because yeah. in Cambodia, you can, like, I remember the fanciest place we stayed in Cambodia in Siem Reap was, um, it was like $26 a night. And it That's was like, the- that was expensive. The, the place that we loved staying at mm-hmm. in Kampot was $7 a night. That's there. I, I mean, this thing is there and same in, because I haven't visited Cambodia, mm-hmm. but I could speak for Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there in 2017. There too, I saw that. You mm-hmm. could get for $30. For a sixty, and mm. then there is four hundred dollar rooms. It's crazy too. that can it jump that much. That's that's clearly just like a good marketing yeah, to get those dumb sure. white people. And they make money in four months, right? They yeah. don't make money all the year. It's true. Also, yeah, I guess. I guess hospitality. Hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about before we started recording. We were talking about um, uh, raving and partying. Yeah, I've been a retired raver now, so... <laughs> retired raver. How old are you? I'm 27. 27. Yeah, 27. Oh, it'll come back. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I'd had my party times. I thought, you know, I told my mom, I'm not moving to Berlin to party. And my God, I have never partied more uh, than in my first year and a half in Berlin. And then I'd say the last two years have been off the chart. But not even like those special guest requests? Uh, What do you mean? Like where you get invited to a house party, then it turns out at a closed venue? Um... Yeah, there's those, yeah, mm-hmm. there's those, but like often it's just like going out to good clubs or, you know, seeing DJs that I, I kind of know or just going to spaces where I know the music's going to yeah, be fun. It's been tough for them too. Yeah. The last two years, DJs. It's been tough. Yeah. I think so. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I was just fucking around with this DJ and mm. oh my God, so disappointing. Like he just, he just met all the stereotypes of DJs when people are like, don't fuck around with DJs. Everything that they say was just true. Like full seal, vacuum seal pack with a price exactly. kind of product. Okay. It's <laughs> just so blah, like uh wow, like how to I don't know. The only times I've ever had interest in DJs, I've often I've gone to their shows and then they just ignore me. And it's like, dude, you invited me here. You hassled me. I left my friends and I came to your show and now you're like you're on the decks. That's cool. You're you're playing, but then you get off and then you talk to some random person at the bar and you don't even come and say hi to me. You know you can see me. The room isn't that big. That's their only moment to network, maybe. That's why they, they know. But yeah, they're Come dicks. to they're the dicks. pussy yeah. that came for you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm a little bit bitter about this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine to have an evaluation or something. Yeah. Which is so apt. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. God damn. God damn. I thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he would be different to what they say. Uh, like a fairy tale. <laughs> right. So are you dating anyone at the moment? Uh, no. Uh, the thing with dating is whenever I match mm-hmm. equilibrium, mental equilibrium with someone, mm-hmm. it's just they're passing by the city or they live here for six, four months and then... So yeah. you always hook up, like, like get interested with people that are unavailable. Geographically. Geographically yeah. <laughs> unavailable. But that's an unavailability now, isn't it? True that. Yeah. Yes. That sucks. When was the last one? Last one was like two and a half, three months ago. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, look. Like- yeah, but believe me, in India, mm-hmm. I did my bachelor's, right? Mm-hmm. So in my bachelor's, it was a private university engineering typical shit i had 85 people in my class then that four years mm-hmm. if you take like boys are 50 percent mm-hmm. i would say really 50 only 50 if it's computer science so that's why 50 okay computer yeah, science that's why there's a blend okay, okay. yeah so it's that's 50. why there's a blend i just okay. presume if it's pure it's engineering could be 60 40 as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're there uh let's say it's 50 boys out mm-hmm. of 50 percent boys mm-hmm. Almost like ninety percent of them are virgins. Whoa! And really? We, yeah. And this is in a private university. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and for me, at what age? It's like twenty. 20. Nineteen, twenty-one between that. And for me, I was registered in the hostel mm-hmm. while I had a girlfriend outside. She was just living three kilometers out, mm-hmm. and we had to give biometrics mm-hmm. at your hostel at eleven p.m. This is a university private. Hold on, a hostel. Yeah, you lived at a hostel. Hostel with the university. Like a like on campus like, hostel. Oh, so it's like yeah. a dormitory. Like yeah, it's, a dormitory. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by the university. Yeah. So uh, there's all these weird rules in first year. You don't drink. Uh, you don't bring booze on all that shit. Mm-hmm. And second year it starts dissipating. Mm-hmm. So, and then we were the first batch where they started getting our fingerprints that you're staying inside the hostel after night. Okay. So 
this was there while i was having a relationship outside mm-hmm. i would punch in go out and at like third year of my university that i had set up inside so he would call me oh okay you, you will not come tonight also mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i'm not coming tonight i'm staying out mm-hmm. so i had a full blown relationship while <laughs> living wow. with such a dry area in wow, terms of dreading and that was a beautiful i would say not left out feeling which i have mm-hmm. that that gave me ha ah, man it was insane like having having ho- that whole connection mm-hmm. after having i mean i had uh, i was not alienated my schools were mixed mm-hmm. uh, because some study people study in full boy school mm-hmm. some study mm-hmm. in full girl school mm-hmm. uh, but mine I was i think that usually makes people hornier and yeah more that's what the alienation makes it more hornier yeah yeah so this phase was so glad for me but then i was also realizing because i am somewhat semi conscious then too about it that what's the reality going on like mm-hmm. how people are still alienated mm-hmm. while i'm having a full on relationship how did you how did you meet your girlfriend oh she was from a different uh, department i was in computer science mm-hmm. she was from biotechnology mm-hmm. so our campus was like 360 acres so if mm-hmm. i was in the south her mm-hmm. campus was north extreme mm-hmm. opposite end uh we met through a common friend Okay. Home and friend and then and So like you were the only one getting Where would you fuck? Cuz she would have lived with her parents or lived No, with, she she would have his own uh she, house her, outside. Her own. She lived Because by she herself. was living No, she was living with her sister too. Ah, living with her sister. Yeah. She's she comes from more liberal mindset, li- real liberal mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh she's from the north uh from the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Kashmir. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's right. And so so you would fuck at her house? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, cuz Oh, yeah, also like the local Airbnbs. <laughs> local airbnbs as well and so and then you would go back to the dorm and what was crazy was that like all the boys around you were Are virgins dry. <laughs> yeah. dry. dry going to dance bars you know what, where I'm they, sure they were dry <laughs> they were just not putting it on anyone <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, imagine and this these are all like you know how the caste divide and all this thing is there in India mm-hmm, which people caste, don't want to mm-hmm. talk about but it's the vast reality. Oof, the caste so, the caste system. Yeah, mm-hmm. all so people say, "Ah, in the cities it's not there." But no, bro. In the cities it's just in a different form than in the villages. So the caste gives you an ability to get into universities. Mhm. to be in a good social strata and how, all that stuff. How is the caste like how do people know what caste you're in? Oh, some of my like parents or like the cousins elderly, they know by if it's regional in the south. I'm from the south. I was mm-hmm. born in the southern part of India. Mm-hmm. South coast represents mm-hmm. <laughs> a southern bar, uh, part of India. I was born there, so there they have like uh close to 18 or 20 castes. This is one problem. But like how do you how do you know it? like They know by the by uh so initially how it was the whole concept was mm. let's say hundreds of thousands of years ago. Mm. Uh it was to get your profession so if a guy is making bangles at a house mm-hmm. it would be easy for to him to teach his child to make the bangles mm-hmm. so people making pots easy to make them mm-hmm. teach them children pots so this was skill transfer mm-hmm. how it started but religion made it twisted and then started but hold on how do the yeah. bang, like how does the profession relate to your caste so Pro- like well, that was the, the initial ha- moment how the it- more skill you have the higher caste you are no uh, so uh, the castes are uh, the latest division would be the kings the kingdom stuff uh-huh. the royalty which was there mm-hmm. before the colonial mm-hmm. and then there would be the higher castes which were like merchants uh-huh. and then there are uh, there is one more 
I don't remember because I'm not this deep into it. Then, then, then comes the lower caste, which are supposed to do like they no make one the talk. pots and the bangles. Yeah, pots and the bangles. Pots and the bangles could be also on the middle too because they'll be businessmen. Mm-hmm. So this, all this was indefinite. There was no mm-hmm. definite, hard bound definition anywhere. Okay, it's just skill transfer and then religion mixed it. And mm-hmm. then what happened before colonialism? Uh, the divide what the divide was there, mm-hmm. but then when uh, Britishers came in, mm. uh, they used this as a tool against their own people because they're getting divided by themselves. Mm-hmm. So made it fueled it more, yeah, and then sure. it it got into our heads more. That's what eventually okay. has happened by now. Mm-hmm. So current day, mm-hmm. how you could say a person's caste is me? I changed five schools. Mm-hmm. Out of those three schools, wherever the admission form was there, there would be a space for caste. And what, like, you know, like by your number one, number surname. two, like surname is first one of the prime ones mm-hmm. by a surname. Mm-hmm. It's one of the prime ones, but you can't say the generalized hundred percent of the people you can uh, say this is from this caste by just the surname. But a good majority, you could say by the surnames, they're of a higher caste or a. So you know, by the surname, you can tell what caste they're from. Yeah, some of them, not the majority. Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, clans. So mm-hmm. how villages had clans, mm-hmm. then they married off distant clans, similar mm-hmm. ones. So th- uh, in that manner, whichever word was termed over the years, they just take it with them. Whichever so word? Word for their caste was termed. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. would take it with them regionally. So we have 29 provinces. We have close to maybe 400 castes or more than that. Okay. And so people, na- so there are names for the castes mm-hmm. and that's kind of almost like a community thing like you bullet it's like the cast is almost like a community you come from that's what it started as yeah, okay. now it's got into our heads so much people are extreme about it way too extreme and could you also yeah. say like this is gonna sound but it's a, it's no, a, it's go a good ahead. question because it's uh it's horrible it's like but can like is a cast also visible by the darkness of the skin uh it's more also again ge- uh genetics and uh location where they're born so for example where i'm born born mm-hmm. if i just grew up there Mm-hmm. I would have been three shades more darker. Mm-hmm. So I grew up a bit uh, towards the north yeah. where there's less, uh, what do you call, moisture and, sure. and heat together, but mm-hmm. it's more dry and heat. Mm-hmm. And also genetics, gene pool too, mm-hmm. whichever gene pool you're from. So caste doesn't necessarily go to the dark skin, mm-hmm. but India, good, thank you, you touched this point. So dark skin stuff, mm. uh, in India, what happens is if you're a dark skin person by default, especially for girls, it's very tough. Yeah. So they by default, I've heard relatives saying this. Oh, you know, they were they went to see for the arranged marriage stuff. They went arranged to, marriage. Yeah, yeah. So they went to see. I'm overhearing some conversations while I'm visiting my relatives mm-hmm. back home. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, uh, you know, this girl we met for our uh, this and this guy mm-hmm. who we have to, we have to pair. They're like, she looks so fair. She looks uh, so uh, not auspicious. She looks so mannerful. She, mannerful by just saying fair and then she said th- she just added after that complimenting so they, they by mannerful you mean like well-mannered yeah well-mannered yeah, okay. and she looks uh uh well uh, well domestic no it's not domestic that's like two. <laughs> like a dog that's like two yeah that's like two what aunties. a good little bitch that's, that's like the netflix shit what they did with the what was it i don't matchmaking indian matchmaking i didn't even watch that shit <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch like i watch so little on so yeah shit. back to the fair skin stuff but so like so yeah okay so uh, they'll say like if you have a fair skin 
Yeah. You have better properties than a mainstream. Yeah. But they have this image. They have this image. I've heard too. that, yeah. It it's there, the same there. in like Japan as well. Oh, even Japan? Oh, yeah. Japan. Wow. Yeah. Like they have all the, the skin bleaching um, creams and they, you know, they don't want any, like the whiter they are, the better. Uh, and they're really intense about that. The bleaching thing hasn't picked up in India that much. We have like laser treatment and stuff because we are... Laser th- treatment for what? Because we're uh, for uh, pigmentation removal so that it's more clear. And then really? it's, it's for shade, uh, re- lowering down the shade. That's yeah. way more extreme than just yeah. like whitening lotions, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, laser we- skin pigment pigmentation. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because in white in like white cultures, everyone wants to be well. It's become a bit less um, popular now because we know about skin cancer. But yeah, in white white societies, it's like you want to be tan. You know, I want to get tan. That's what I, I heard tan. from my first uh, German Euro- like European friend. He's yeah. from Netherlands. Mm-hmm. We were living in the same accommodation building. We used to catch up on the spray sometimes and then just you know talk for two three hours sometimes mm-hmm. by default. So I was talking to him. He told me, you know, uh, in the West, like here, people have this image that if you go and come back after a tan mm-hmm. it's like a leisure like a luxury thing oh yeah for if you, you got a tan it means you've got money i was money so blown away for me i yeah. was like oh wow and for us it's opposite people are applying fairness creams exactly not accepting the genetics yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that it's yeah. completely opposite um but no fuck that but I, I think people have become a little bit more aware of just the importance of um of skin care and not you know sun damage yeah now you have green tea extracts for cleaning your balls as well cleaning your balls <laughs> do you clean your balls with green tea extract nah, nah. <laughs> the green tea extract is too much maybe al- almond uh, scrub almond scrub <laughs> yeah to remove the dead skin you what know? do i clean my balls with i yeah. <laughs> I uh, balls. I like. I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed over the years that uh, men want more attention on their balls. Do you like ball attention? Attention. Describe attention as like, in, like in more fondling with it. More fondling. More like you know. Yeah, I bet maybe the that's the job. biggest. That's the bigger skin after the penis, right? Which is more sensitive. You mm-hmm. have the nerve endings. Mm-hmm. So, but growing up, no one was like suck the balls. <laughs> like everyone was just like you know <laughs> give a blowjob. You know, no one, everyone, no one, no guy was ever just like yeah, like definitely don't like don't forget my balls. Like it was just not. I think from all my twenties, that wasn't part of sex really are you the thing so this picked up after tiktok after tiktok <laughs> now maybe maybe why would t- no i meant like timeline wise not nothing to do with tiktok uh, 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 i think um <laughs> it's yeah it's picked I, i'd say the last yeah the last like four years okay i've noticed it i don't think it's necessarily a berlin guy thing but uh, yeah like but generally like but generally it wasn't uh-huh. it wasn't such a no guy was really that into it before that I'd, I'd encountered before uh, uh. the last five years, and now it's more frequent. That you know, pretty much, like, like I, I will never ignore them again. Okay, mm. um, gentlemen, listen. <laughs> no, I'm asking. Now it's more frequent that you see clean. Balls. The, the guys like <laughs> the guys like yeah, like he wants it. Like mm. if I do it, they're like wow, yes, and it's like okay, <laughs> all right, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you eat pussy a lot? Yeah, if it's a if if it's a lot, sometimes I see people pushing it over. I'm like, no. Pushing, too, it, yeah, pushing it yeah. away, not wanting the pussy. Yeah, it's not because of it's dry, but because they're saying too you know sensitive. men who don't do it or women who don't want no, it. No, no, it's with me. I'm saying sometimes it's like, no, I'm like, okay, it's fine. What do you mean? They would rather prefer, prefer fondling and kissing rather than eating. Yeah, sometimes. I think it's sometimes. usually to do with being self conscious mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? I don't know. 
Yeah, now that I hear that you said, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just more like, a, oh no, but what if I don't? What if you don't like the taste of me? Uh, <laughs> lame. <laughs> Get eaten, Jesus. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And you always ate pussy like that. You didn't have to learn that. That wasn't like in in India. Did you eat pussy? I don't know why I'm <sighs> focused on the eating pussy thing right now, but it just came into my head. Ah, uh, in India too. See, in India, you whenever it's your you're doing the act of love making you're doing the act uh, so <laughs> yeah so that this is parental friend <laughs> this is parental friendly guys yeah so that's <laughs> so what you mean like the- you only made love when you were in india no no i'm just saying when you do it it's so you're not in a set there's no families where you'll be like yeah they'll be cool that you come with your partner mm-hmm. if you're 16 years old or mm-hmm. you bounce mm-hmm. and also you don't have that many other houses where you could go mm-hmm. so you'd go to these specific hotels Okay. There's a whole startup which started. Mhm. And then they had an app where it didn't even even had a filter. It said unmarried couples allowed. Great. Otherwise in hotels they ask you for a marriage certificate and shit if they do, you don't look married if you're a couple. That is totally <laughs> breaching privacy. Who yeah. the fuck are they to yeah. ask about your marital status? That's why I say we never going to talk about data privacy in India because we don't give a single flying fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so not okay. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. That's the reality. That's why now you understand the people dry. The whole that disgusts me that yeah. they that a hotel that a business would. Oh my god, that is deep, deep uh, insight. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And then we also uh, boast about our Kama Sutra shit, but what about it? Just yeah. for a textbook, sell it for hundred dollars online, hardbound copy. Yeah, so that's insane. Yeah, well, in in like again making comparisons with Japan yeah. and, and India, but like Japan has uh, love hotels, so it's like you can you know yeah. for an hour. But that's yeah. that's still more you know you have a formal structure that yeah you mm-hmm. that is a setup. Yeah, and it's it used to be very indefinite. Now there is some definity to it. Yeah, but even this, I was talking to someone. I forgot who was it. I don't remember. But one of the comedy shows after that, mm-hmm. I was talking like you know at India at one point there would be at least two hundred million people fucking. Like smashing. Yeah, just statistically speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, and then we are so averse to it, like to so opposite to the whole uh, sex stuff. Too. So sex is really just yeah within marriage. That's the yeah, and also and holding hands. Religions. Oh my god, holding hands. Sometimes you're sitting at dinner table. You can't hold hands if you're sitting with your parents and if your partner is there. Can't Even touch. if, huh? You can't touch. Touch. They're sitting normally. Mm-hmm. So many times I see like yeah they want to like at least hold hands or something. They might be doing it a little bit. under the table like just holding hands and stuff otherwise if you're around parents grandparents forget that if you're around with three generations so obviously it's just ki- like a clockwork it's just like clockwork going like for this coming from the kitchen everyone is eating then they sit in the living room maybe then they go off to the bedrooms uh-huh yeah <laughs> do you want to live in india again uh the thing is i've never even when i left i never thought that i'm leaving india forever mm-hmm. so for now My near future plan was to go my brother is in Canada right now mm-hmm. so I would like to move there for a couple of years mm-hmm. not now now like within the next 2 3 years mm-hmm. or maybe one and a half two years and then move my parents there too and then see how it goes for them Your Living plan is to move to Canada Yeah Canada and then move my parents there and see how it goes then India is there in the in Would the you equation. see how it goes before you move your parents there 
No, I want to see. Oh yeah, yeah. There's this whole transition process. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. gonna not be like, instantaneous. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna bring my oh, parents, and then I'm gonna see how it goes. Oh, I'm like, it's it. Come on, it's Indian parents. Even if they're gambling, they want assurity. Totally, so. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, yeah. Okay, Canada. Yeah, why not? Yeah, like but the whole thing going back to uh, roots. Mm-hmm, <laughs> if you say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's there. It's there. What's there? Uh, the sentiment behind it. Even till date, it never came to me. Even though I go through so much bullshit when applying for visas and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm consulate stuff yeah. it never came to me once that i'll give out my passport someday for another like living somewhere else that thought is there subconsciously or consciously that you would always want your indian passport yeah that would be there and i would go back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. home would call one day <laughs> interesting <laughs> maybe yeah it's there the possibility is there i'm not putting a cap on it that it's not there yeah but this is the near and you know how life is <laughs> the definity of it is <laughs> life is crazy i don't know i i recently had a thought um because my mom uh yeah she's like she's got various um illnesses and stuff and um mm-hmm. she recently uh got like a new one she's had so many fucking problems in the last few years it's been really stressful and um and the thing is though uh my parents live in london now but mm-hmm. they're moving back to australia this year and oh. um yeah, and if my mom gets really sick, like if she's sort of, you know, at the end, mm-hmm. like, it, which is horrible, really horrible. But like for me to get to Australia, it takes minimum twenty four hours. I bet minimum because flying hours are insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, ugh, my mom gets really sick. I'm gonna need to. I wanna. I'm gonna want to be around her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. Man, Australia is so far away <laughs> and it's just not where I want to be. It's not where I want, like, uh-huh. I miss parts of it. I totally miss, like, um, like the little beachside towns that I would go on summer holiday with with my, with my family when I was a kid and uh-huh. even, yeah when I was sort of um, early 20s, when I'd go, I'd go th- to those places. Uh-huh. The beaches, you know, I do miss the beaches. I do, um, I do miss that stuff, but it's just... It's just not my home anymore. Like I don't want to live there. Like I've somehow Berlin is and being in Germany weirdly just makes sense for me. It fed the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. yeah, it's just where I feel like I'm at home. And uh-huh. but the idea of moving back to Australia, it's like, like I, mm, I giving up my passport. It's that topic. It's like I. No, this is just a personal thing. I was just saying. I know, yeah. but th- yeah, but it's that thing of like, if you go up your passport, that means in order to go back to the country, like I can't just go back and live easily. Like I, I think, um, yeah, I might have to apply to enter. Like I might not be able to just go back forever. Yeah, you know, I'd have to work to go back. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's a big thing to give something up yeah but can you have dual nationality for australian passport holding citizenship well i've already got dual nationality Mm. new zealand australian so it's allowed um Mm. yeah but i don't know if i can have three (laughs) so i'd have to give one up you got one yeah (laughs) well india it's like that you gotta keep one yeah yeah yeah. um but a german one it's just like germany has not done well for itself in the history of time you know of all time it's like oof do you really want to be a German? You know what I mean? Like a German. But then you see the level of strongest passport. Yeah. Well, five or seven, I guess. Yeah. But the EU's breaking apart. Like the EU's a bit of a joke, really. Yeah. But, the shattering. But a fucking <laughs> EU passport would be super sweet. And then you know, I could just like 
I could theoretically like move to Italy whenever, like to all those countries, you know what uh. I mean? Like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna buy a property in France and just live there. You know, I'm gonna- <laughs> A chalet. A chalet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little house on the coast of, of Italy. I'm gonna fucking get a little place in the mountains in Spain, you know, like, <laughs> all, like EU passport. That's some sweet shit. Like, yeah. So you're gonna keep your Indian passport forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I would have thought, being a racist myself, uh, hey. that would be one to give up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe this what is also. Bitch. What a racist bitch, Jesus. Nah, nah. It, but like for I visas, mean, it's tough, right? Like it's, it's tough it going to other places it as is. an Indian. It is, no? it is tough. Even now I applied for the Canada visa starting in February. Mm. Because for a Canada visa, if you're from a third world country, you got to go through a medical process, like the checkup. So you got to book that before you book yeah. your visa. So yeah. I went through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It took me two and a half, three months. I had my vacations planned. I didn't mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Then I went into Germany itself. Like I was like, yeah, let's go around Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough with the whole stuff, the waiting time periods and all. Yeah. Uh, but for now, it might be also this whole sentiment that I'm just away from where I was born. Mm-hmm. So this is like one of the identity I would like to keep because it's on paper, maybe. This is what, the... You want to keep your Indian identity. Yeah, yeah, the Indian paper. identity paper. Mm. Because I'm not, even though I shit a lot about, about a lot of stuff about India, mm. there is deep sense of attachment and pride to it too. Mm. Because it came over the years. It's also one of the oldest civilizations yeah, as well. Absolutely. I know we are now fucked up a lot of stuff. but Everyone's. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's yeah, true indeed. But uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm proud about. Mm. Uh, because that's the thing, even though how commercial the world gets, in India, when you go on your travels, even as a foreigner, you will have a couple of incidents where the fate in humanity will restore you. You'll be like, oh, fuck. If this guy could be so, so warm mm-hmm. without any, he's not getting anything out of it. You'll just meet people. Mm-hmm. Very unplanned. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. In India. In it? India. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. If this guy is working so minimal level, job or minimal level on a par- cart selling food mm-hmm. and it's he did some some small gesture mm-hmm. you'll be so touched mm-hmm. you'll be like ah this gives me hopes mm-hmm. that yeah it's not completely a shit show or mm. like there is this strong pillars small small yeah so and that has happened to me often because i lived i grew across india like three four provinces i grew in mm-hmm. so i could see that as a holistic view if you if i might if i may say but yeah, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. One, one of the things. So, okay, interesting. Yeah, I guess um, that's not very typical of Berliners to give you those, you know, moments of generosity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's. See, I think so. The more east you move, it's less transactional. The more east you move, it's less transactional. As in, in terms of even I said it at a at a show once, like you know, I had this thing about chai tea latte, mm-hmm. and German uh, customer service. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's chai tea latte. Mm-hmm. Uh, as real as German customer service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I said at one show, like, people were not responding and expats were. Mm-hmm. And then I said, see, the expats laughed. The locals are like, what's customer service? You come, you buy, you go. Yeah, so, totally, totally. So that thing, that, that that what I meant by transactions. So, so the, the more, more East you go, the less transactional. Tra- 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 less transactive, it seems, even though commercial people get it. But there's this bond, like, mm-hmm. I'll, exa- I'll give you one example. If you go to a shop, and you're living in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. or if you just moved into that neighborhood, you go two, three times to the shop, mm-hmm. you don't have enough change to give him. Mm-hmm. You can give him after four or five days. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened here mm-hmm. when I was living in Wedding, mm-hmm. Benaustrasse. Mm-hmm. There's an Afro shop. 
mm-hmm. it's run by all african family mm-hmm. so it would happen multiple times that i don't have this it'll be like 70 cents or small small amounts mm-hmm. you just give them next time it's like word of yeah, mouth yeah. kind of trust so yeah. that i meant like less transactive that mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of attachment towards um things mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, like approach it's yeah like the warmth. Warmth. warmth yeah generosity yeah uh, yeah i bet it's the same with cambodia thailand and all that rural areas too yeah. vietnam as well I'm not sure about the uh, direction of like east, but it's usually like the warmer the climate, the warmer the people. <laughs> yeah, so I think that I could think. be. That could be. I think too. that that's the yeah. someone says that someone. Yeah. I think even Louis C.K. mentioned that. Is it? Yeah, he did mm. at, at a special, and um, when he was in Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, did you have anything um, on the spectrum of adults-only stuff that you'd thought about that you wanted to wanted to talk about? Because you spectrum approached yeah yeah i was just i was just curious how does the podcast thing works because mm-hmm. i just listened to very few mm-hmm. and i didn't knew like do they have bullet points or do you have something to touch and you're like nah it's all freestyle it's uh, totally freestyle uh, baby yeah. <laughs> i like just letting it roll and seeing what comes into my head and seeing what comes yeah, into your head yeah, we'll talk about let's say yeah how it's pressuring growing up as an Indian kid. <laughs> the pressure of growing up as an Indian kid. Yeah, and then what it turns out too. <laughs> the but, doesn't every, but doesn't everyone have pressure growing up? Okay, I didn't have pressure growing up. I don't no, no, think. it's not just me. I'm just talking for the whole my homies. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. No, I'm just thinking like across all cultures, there's pressures in different ways. You know yeah. about the bhang lassi, which I talked about? The what? The, the, the cannabis lassi. Oh, cannabis lassi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the weed, the weed, the yeah. weed, weed smoothie in ganja India. Smoothie. Ganja. The ganja smoothie. Ganja smoothie. <laughs> so yeah, the ganja smoothie. Man, mm-hmm. that shit. I, I'm glad. I grew up in an alcohol prohibited state. Mm-hmm. So where if you caught like smelling alcohol, mm-hmm. you would be like put in, not jail jail, but like a police cell for like two nights and charge you $300. So this was where I grew up, my majority Jeez. of my yeah youth. Then I moved to a state where there is... Mm-hmm. Banglas, the ganja lassi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there is alcohol and everything out open. Wow, that's yeah, such th- huge difference. Very huge in the same place. I don't know if uh, when did you first drink? First drink, I was seventeen, I think. So okay. beer, okay, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, my yeah, my parents let me taste wine when I was quite young. Did the sort of European thing where they'd give me some wine with a bit of water at dinner, and you know, just to yeah, uh, get my 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 taste buds uh, aware of what wine. Yeah, get more like. activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the palate. Mm-hmm, the exactly pal- the, the palate. <laughs> and then um, and then there the was oak. beer. Yeah, <laughs> the oak, the tannins, the um, the the pine, the alpine or pine. The pine. pine. No. <laughs> That's in like German liqueurs, <laughs> quite a liqueur. But, but um, yeah. But uh, I wonder. But do you think that's set up? Like, what's your your relationship with drugs? Is pretty. Is seems pretty um, stable. Like you don't you don't drink alcohol mm-hmm. since one and a half year. Yeah. Yeah, but you smoke weed and mm-hmm. you'll take other drugs. Yeah, occasionally I do. Yeah. With the synthetic ones, but there was this whole stretch of uh, mixing the drink the mm. bang cannabis let's say yeah yeah weed. before i'm talking four years five years ago that and then alcohol and then also smoking up doing then, everything yeah and then it would be for like a 10 month <clears throat> and then recently when i was also after i stopped the partying scene i said raving and stuff i was like okay let's hold on to the alcohol stuff too because my alcohol resistance is pretty decent yeah 
I'm not like boasting, but it's pretty decent. No, no, I'm the it's same. Pretty I can, decent. I can drink a lot. I mean, I've seen people. I've seen 15, 12 people sitting, started drinking, and then it's like three left out in the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm still able to go back home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite similar. So in that yeah, it's been that, and then uh, I stopped for the drinking stuff. Let's just see, like, let's see how long it can go. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, yeah, I tried a couple of times in between. I'm like, yeah, let's drink three or four beers. Mm-hmm. And now I feel the difference. How a normal I hope I have a person who doesn't drink mm-hmm. if he drinks sometimes mm-hmm. and how how it happens the difference in the body mm-hmm. I felt I'm like yeah I, I don't think so that's pleasant right now for me for me Yeah no fair enough uh-huh. fair enough I um yeah with drugs yeah let's say yeah. LSD yeah that's like 9 or 10 times till now maybe yeah. in your whole life Yeah in your whole whole life but uh, it's not that much shrooms maybe a couple of dozen times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then um what what, what else I've taken oh. acid like three times in the last three weeks. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there was in this whole, when I was mixing stuff, mm-hmm. there was also, yeah, heroin on foil. Heroin? On foil, yeah, eight months. That was also What do you, uh, okay, so. Uh, so you inhale it rather than inhaled. shooting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you um, you smoke it up yeah. from underneath the foil. Yeah. And you inhale it. Yeah, because India has been a transition point for the opium trade since long. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So heroin routes yeah. also directly connect. Okay. There. Would you do that socially? Like that was with other people? Yeah, it would be like with five, seven people. It's, it's funny because with heroin, as soon as someone says heroin, it's like you just imagine them by themselves. Yeah, because of train spotting. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because of train spotting. Because of junkies. Like because yeah, of the of guys course. you see on the street and yeah. people who have taken heroin always seem to be alone. You know, they're always fucking like high as fuck alone and that seems to, because they can't really i don't know um i've never tried pure heroin or opium i mean it was not pure the one we were doing i think so we didn't test it but the local reports which mm-hmm. when the police get caught like a lot and mm-hmm. then they send it to a report mm-hmm. those used to say like it's close to 48 to 60 percent mm-hmm. that's still potent not like heavy but, potent. but, but what i mean by uh. pure is like i mean you were consuming a drug Ivy, like that intro. was majority mm. like sure it could be cut with something but yeah, yeah. the drug is heroin and it's not mm-hmm. like because i've definitely um uh had pills that have had um a, an amount of heroin in them because oh. of the um what what the effect has been the effect has been um basically what heroin does uh-huh. so really like subdued um everybody and like really kind of yeah oh, they were just like smacky smacky pills it's number but it's pleasing it's yeah numb, but it well i ple- threw up blood Oh, twice shit. like and i was like you know what i think this might be <laughs> <laughs> i was like i think it's the smack and i'm not gonna fuck with that yeah we, call, um, oh, we in the north also call it smack in the yeah, northern part of india yeah, we the powdered heroin yeah. is called smack yeah, horse <laughs> smack um yeah horse yeah. and smack are the names in australia pills, i remember pills was this one's uh, while this all mixing was going on there was this pills they were supposed to be for uh i think so to treat insomnia or to treat um spasms muscle spasms mm. so you start with two four five and then you're like resistant to the whole like strip and shit so the whole strip like a whole strip as in 10 once like you start two three four five and then you go like 11 12 at once why would you take so many pills because you're now your blood is uh your blood level of this that this compound is mm. almost there every day or every two three days So now you're not getting as 
high as you used to for with four or five pills. Oh, that's before. over. That's a, long a classic. Period. That's a long over a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like a month. month. Okay. It's like a couple of okay. months or three months. Okay, then, okay. Then, then, yeah, then. But these are pharmaceutical pills. Like oh, a, oh, a barber used to sell it to us in our university road. And a what was barber. the effect? It made you numb. Uh, it made you euphoric a bit. Uh huh. And it gave you not ecstatic, but it's pleasant, but not as pleasant as what morphine would do. Mm-hmm. I but, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. F- I really don't like pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, so same. I'm really like uh, my brother uh, had a back injury at one point, and he got a lot of tramadol. And tramadol. Oh, is it's like, fucked up. Yeah, tramadol like, is like hooked up shit. It it's gets like three, up, three so. levels below morphine, and uh-huh. um, and we partied with it a bit, but I just didn't. I don't know. Like it never. And like it's it's a drug, but it's not exciting for me. <laughs> but back surgery, uh, back injury is also insane. Mm. It's uh, I had a I have titanium rods in my back. Titanium yeah. rods in your back. Yeah, it's a, I had crazy. a disc replacement surgery when I was twenty one. When you were twenty one, that's yeah. young. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what happened? Oh, before that, there was a motorbike accident. Oh, okay. But so that accident based, not. But that didn't come out at the time. That was, then there were rods in the hands. Uh-huh. And then as soon as I started working normally, like walking and stuff, mm-hmm. then the spine thing came off later. Fuck. Yeah. So they so were it was like, like a delayed. Yeah. And also, also the disc was 75% ruptured. So if it's 60 and less, they can just remove the fluid and it stays. Mm-hmm. So they had to do like the replacement. Shit. So after that too, I refused to take the painkillers because uh-huh. I already knew what the pills were doing in the uh-huh. normal pills. Uh-huh. So they gave me painkillers for three months. Mm-hmm. Within the one month, mm-hmm. I stopped taking it. Just to take the pain, like just get up because there was 28 stitches and stuff. Mm-hmm, fuck. And the hospital bed was inside the house so that I can't get up on the stairs. I should not take stairs for like two months or something mm-hmm. after the operation. So I was like, okay, anyways, I'm not putting that much exert on my body mm-hmm. that time. So I'll just skip the tablets in like one month. Why, took, why? So that what? So, so I don't get resistant because I've seen people getting mm-hmm, resistant, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. as much as that much as in America. Mm-hmm. The problem is with the pharmaceuticals but there is this mm. slight acceptance of taking painkillers in india mm. like it's very normal to take a, a little bit in australia too. yeah so there's that and we produce 65 percent of the world's medicine so we have crazy good uh, variety of medicines oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I, so that's there yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that like when people go to india to party it's very easy to go to a pharmacy and get <sighs> ketamine for liquid example. direct Liquid form. Yeah, you just yeah, uh, you just dry it on the spoon. <laughs> Liquid, like you're processing direct finished farm product on mm-hmm. your on yourself. You're just converting it. Mm-hmm. You're just converting it powder by yourself. You took the liquid form mm-hmm. in the in those glass bottles. Mm-hmm. Maybe is it in the liquid fridge? form of what? Ketamine. Liquid ketamine. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I know people that have used it like because, it's a spray, like nasal spray. Yeah, the nasal spray is like that. toned down, but this is like liquid stuff. It should be injected. Uh, right so this is like this much and i don't know if they keep it in fridges or not you know what it's so <laughs> fucking funny okay so christina p's got a new special out if, uh, you, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it uh-huh. i love her she's fucking so authentic and and like, like uh um just yeah powerful but um mm. she talks in it uh i'm not gonna ruin it for anybody but she talks about um being in hospital and uh and g- being given ketamine oh yeah and so funny like in my brain when i heard that i still somehow understood the whole situation as her doing a line of ketamine obviously it was liquid anna like it just in my head i'd (laughs) imagined i'd imagined somehow that it was 
like I hadn't I hadn't thought that you wouldn't just do a line of ketamine, you know? Like like it would be a oh, fuck. That's, that's it would be a drip. It would, yeah, be, it would a, be a drip. Even a drip. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but somehow in my I was like, oh, she took some ketamine. Like, ah. Oh man, ketamine is fucking crazy. I yeah. Oh, in Doctor Lib, surprisingly, mm. they have some clinic. Mm. I was searching for some eye doctor or something. I was booking, so mm-hmm. I came I came upon came across this. They have a clinic which is running ketamine therapy. And they're giving mini ketamine doses. In sh- how did you run up? How did you come across that? Like, see, for me, that's the thing. Sometimes people ask me, "How do you end up on such stuff?" Yeah, like, how did you but find that? I, I was not searching for ketamine or Doctor Live first. I want to search for this. This is fascinating. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want it though. Like but that. yeah, I mean, it, it's for you know, sure for non-Europeans, it would be very tough because of the bureaucracy and stuff to get on your those kind of uh, studies. Or it says mm-hmm. ketamine studies, therapy studies. It's, it's, okay, you enroll study. it or uh, uh, you go to enrolled. Interesting. Yeah. So I wonder how big the doses would be. I mean, it would be for sure microdosing if it's in a clinical trial stuff. And I, I wonder what it would be uh, dealing with. Like, what what would it be what would it be addressing like um oh this for treating uh i think so anxiety depression and like uh three four psychological stuff all that makes yeah. sense i uh, oh man i love ketamine <laughs> <laughs> like i it's you know it's a it's a special drug like it is it really it is. doesn't have dirty blood like cocaine it doesn't have what? Dirty blood, li- dirty blood like dirty blood and sweat like cocaine. Yet. Dirty blood and sweat. What do you mean? Dirty blood and sweat. I mean cocaine. Uh, it's uh, like where it comes from, or yeah, where it comes from. Mm-hmm, Yet mm-hmm. maybe we just don't know the documentary is getting filmed right now mm-hmm. for ketamine too. Well, yeah. ketamine is, but uh, ketamine but is it's pharmaceutical. Still, yeah, so. in, t- in terms of uh, compound, as mm-hmm. what it affects for your body. Even when I used to raves and stuff, that was the only thing I stuck to. Ketamine is like the effect on the body is mostly. so like you know you can feel a little bit fuzzy the next day, but that's probably more the alcohol and maybe the other yeah. drugs you took. But ketamine just alone, it's not. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a it's a very uplifting, it's such a it's clean a very, yeah, kind of experience, and um, yeah, like the way it improves your mood, gives you energy, makes you playful, and then in higher doses makes quite psychedelic you know it's just like <laughs> it's a crazy it's such an interesting yeah. drug i never been to a k-hole but i've seen people okay. i've seen people maybe because of this adversity i'm like okay tranquilo hermanos <laughs> kind of like wait wait mm-hmm. it's because of that but i've seen people around me okay. like switch out to 25 minute of <laughs> 20 25 minute of that transition of a k-hole mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. like oh that must be something i don't know because it's very undefined like you can't see it as what the person is going through, right? Mm, of course Because not. it's a complete neural network, like your whole, uh, yeah, yeah, the whole neurology department. <laughs> I kind of danced around a K-hole this morning. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, I, yeah. On the rim, like, on the oh, rim. On the rim. <laughs> like that basketball, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> it was just, woo. Um, yeah, I was at this party. Uh, my friends run this regular psychedelic party, and um, oh, the DJs were fucking great last night. And, mm. uh, and what I was with my two of my best mates, mm-hmm. um, my bandmate and my Syrian best friend, and also like the party, like we, like I know half the people there mm-hmm. because it's a party that runs every quarter, and um, and I've gone to fusion with a lot of those people, and 
And so it was, you know, it's a very like fun space because it's like, ah, I just know lots of people. Yeah, like, it's when you're at a club. It happens, all these people. ecosystems. Like you meet someone mm-hmm. you met like four months ago. Mm-hmm. You don't even know the name. They're like, yeah, we met at that ping pong table there or something like that. Totally, they say, totally. yeah, But this happens. is like a like a six year long network that I've had. Oh, with these people yeah, that's, that's long. That's it's quite nice. Long. It's yeah. nice. Um, you know, like I wouldn't go out for coffee with any of them really, <laughs> but... No, I would. No, some, some of them I would. Some, some, yeah, some. Some of, the, some of them I'm closer to than others. Just to be others, inclusive. But, <laughs> some, some. <laughs> but I'm also just like the, I'm the weird one, I think. You know, like they're all Spanish or Italian uh, or like from Spanish-speaking countries. Mm. And then I'm like the Kiwi that's a comedian uh-huh. that's, um, yeah, like I'm, a, I'm, 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 a, I'm not the normal form of those people uh-huh. um but uh but what's my point um yeah and and so my my bandmate left at around 4 a.m uh-huh. and then um uzi my syrian best friend uh-huh. we were like now nah, let's keep fighting let's do one more line oh and it's let's, like, always leave on a high let's leave on a high we said but that last line was uh, maybe a little too much. And, but the music was so... And then we just like fucking danced way like hard for like another two hours. And then it was like, okay, maybe we should go now. And mm-hmm. so we walk outside and, we, and we're like, whoa, we are so hot. Like I couldn't focus. Yeah, because you lose a sense of the ground and all that stuff. A and bit, all that. but it was my uh, eyes couldn't... Like uh, I couldn't uh, see a straight image. Like mm-hmm. everything kept like blending. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like let's... <laughs> Let's get some taxis up in here and get home. This is, I just need to, and I was like, what do I need to do now? What? It was like, the only thing that's going to make me better right now is sleep. And so it was just like, <laughs> but I was fine and I was happy and I was in a good mood, but it was like, this is, this was, uh, this, this was on the rim. Yeah, on the rim. it is, it is. It's, yeah. It did dunk in. It did yeah. dunk in. But every time it's that, it's that it happens like the two, the the two hours you did, yeah, that kind of situation has happened to me so many times. I'll go to the wardrobe, garderobe, uh-huh. uh-huh. and then I'll see the line. And then sometimes I also see that they're handling very slow because it's normal. That's you wanna German. you wanna keep yeah you, eh, that's yeah they're handling slow. So because that's the only time they're flexing now the power of the garderobe. Maybe dynamics. yeah. Garderobe. I've, I've never seen yeah I've I've only had good uh, good wardrobe experiences. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I had the rude ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. just saying like. They have that, like, they're like, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, whenever I come and I see, like, it's a one hour of line of 45 minutes, I'm like, hey. What? Where is that? It's That's crazy. Sissy. Sissy. okay. Yeah, this was before all this COVID stuff. Okay, and then okay. it was like, they had yeah. 3,000 people going in, coming out yeah. in four days and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll come out, I'll see. I'm like, oh, it looks like 45 minutes. Better go to the Hamahale. <laughs> Better go I, what? To the Hamahale, the main, the main, the main floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, coming out, and I see, oh, it's still half an hour. Then I go to the winter. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Just for, yeah. dance until the line goes yeah. down. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck, I was supposed to leave at 7. Now it's almost 1130. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been very late nights, very late. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm having fun. Like, uh, yeah, spending quality time with friends. Mm-hmm. Really, like, releasing energy dancing it's fine it's fine i'm not i'm not concerned yeah, yeah of course it's fine that's that's far better than drinking and breaking bottles on the t- on the streets right yeah yeah or being a- rowdy in uh, in a park mm-hmm. after drinking that's still better to release it on the dance floor yeah i right. think so and i'm just yeah, yeah. And jo- with joy it's it's all joy but it's yeah that we we're talking about this a little bit before we started recording about just yeah what what is like the purpose of life if it, if it's not just to enjoy yourself and to make sure you're you know you're not hurting anybody uh-huh. but like 
you know, there's, because after all my sobriety times and then like concerns that I should be sober and then pressure to be doing a lot of stuff with comedy and mm. getting ahead, it's like, mm. really, it's, you know, the important thing is that we're enjoying life. Like we die. What's the point if we're, if we're you know, stopping ourselves from having fun? I don't, yeah. Exactly. I think so. Also the death part, right? No one... I mean, there is the death is coming. It's coming. It's there next door, neighbor. <laughs> so yeah, it's there. So also being the rejoicing moment of it. Mm. I think so. People, this is just my basic observation from very not professional, but very very entry level pro- observation. I think so. The people who go to the extreme to get that rejoinness or blissfulness mm-hmm. or whatever is pleasing for them. Mm-hmm they are more aware of the death mm-hmm. than the people who are not pushing it yeah. on on that sections yeah 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 Actually, I, this is just my angle on it no, just definitely. my pov if you say yeah. yeah yeah um this morning i actually got a notification that um uh someone that i know her boyfriend committed suicide uh <laughs> mm. uh like like in the last week and um and, you hear berlin or? yeah yeah oh, and um and he committed suicide when she was trying to break up with him oh man that's the worst combination of event to happen yeah yeah Uh and um yeah and like i i was i got the phone call this morning about it and i was just like fuck like i didn't like him (laughs) at all it's got nothing to do like i had a horrible (laughs) like the last time i saw him Uh um he was so rude to me and yelled at me and like almost like threw stuff at me and he was very aggressive um his girlfriend is lovely and um and it's just yeah this whole like it's yeah this whole death is coming um you know just enjoy life like uh one of the things that i said recently was um what kind of what i all i like one of the things i do want to do before i die Mm -hmm. yeah like the really the only thing that i would really like to make sure i do before i die Mm -hmm. is to have a baby (laughs) Oh, oh. And so it's like it's a bit of it's a big one but it's uh-huh. like i think as a human experience you know that's like of course there's i guess you know i'd like to eat good food but i've eaten lots of good food i've yeah. i i've had lots of great sex uh-huh. i know lots of really interesting uh-huh. people i've seen beautiful places but the human experience that i haven't had yet that i really would like to have is to be pregnant and then have the child and be a mother and then i can die that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I mean to have that that's your one of the lists which you have like yeah I have to be part of the creation that's would, the whole I w- thing I would right? like to I would that's like to that's the whole thing to create that. a new life and bring bring mm. it that's there yeah well that's, that's that's the only like sort of human experience that I really I would like to have that I haven't been able to go, come close to yet it's just not I mean but that's still a realistic aim to have right yeah and it's not to say that I'm dead like the thing is I will not do that um without taking care like I don't want to I'm not just going to create a shitty father mm-hmm. you know I want to I want it to be like if I create a life I want I want it to be this nourished. good thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah whole nourished. and I want you know best chance for a you know a good contribution to the environment um but yeah yeah that was that was my Kids. my clarity yeah. the other day it was just like that's really the only like everything else like just be enjoying what you're doing yeah you know keep writing comedy keep mm-hmm. finding vulnerabilities to keep um you know uh, uh transforming shame and 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 make make people feel uh-huh. together and um uh, you know just enjoying life but 
also want to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That is beautiful. It it looks for some people very far fetched because of the whole concept mm. of making the baby. It's so oh, no, find the first maybe part. making the baby. I mean like the, the, partner. <laughs> the partner. The partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm coming to <laughs> the partner. <laughs> like if I want to put the seed. I should have the right fertilizer, the soil, the water, everything, right? I need the right seed. Yeah, the seed. And then the most important, the environment, which the plant is going to grow in. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> the air or whatever. This, 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 this environment <laughs> may be a little bit polluted right now. But for now. For, for now. now. I got STD tested on, um, on, on Friday, on Thursday. And I'm very excited. Uh-huh. The results come on Monday. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. I mean, if with this was India, you'll get it in 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. In Australia, it's a week. Oh my. So this is actually quite fast. And also normally when you go through the, the health department, the Gesundheitsamt, mm-hmm. um, it's a week. And wow. then you have to go in there to get the results. This one, you got a QR code, you just fucking scan it and they tell you if you need to come in, if you got something. Digitalization. Yeah. Digitalisierung. Corona <laughs> has helped Germany so much. Oh, oh yeah, God. with the card payments and everything. Oh, oh, everything, everything, everything going online. Now the, the stuff I see here, I saw that happening in India in 2015. Oh, dude, in, yeah, in like in terms of using your money, just using transactions and mm-hmm. stuff, doing it and all that, the ease, what they call ease of doing mm-hmm, technology mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, inclusion mm-hmm. of technology or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm seeing it now here. I'm like, okay, they got money, but they're still far on this. It's, here a, it's bit. a deep psychological yeah. issue. Here. I mean, you could pay for a tuk-tuk and a coconut with a QR code in India in 2014 and 15. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That was not that long ago when we <laughs> embedded it in our That's crazy. Yeah, I lifestyle. love it. I love it. <laughs> Fuck. I'll, now I want a coconut and a tuk-tuk. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up. Is there anything else you'd like to bring up before I wrap it up? Oh, wrap. Um, nothing. Just be, just be ignorant of people's blunders. Don't be take, ignorant of people's yeah, blunders. People's blunders. It's not the whole thing what they're made up of. Mm. Yeah, it's it's yeah nothing else, mm. nothing more than that. I I was listening to Michael Biglia's um, podcast with um, uh, the episode with David Cross, and mm. David Cross is uh, the advice that he um, has always kept and thinks is great is uh, never take anything personally. It's tough to do that. It's fucking fucking tough. tough. You're not designed that way at all, you know? And like with with comedy as well, it's like when, you know, people don't like your comedy, it's like, that is me. My comedy is me. If you you don't like that, you don't like (laughs) me. It's personal. But I think trying to, yeah, remove um, yourself from how people act towards you. Like, you know, if someone's someone's a cunt, then it's probably them and not you yeah exactly this happened to probably me. yeah this happened to in cologne as well she cannot take two more minutes just, just to fill it up mm. so can i take two more minutes to fill this up i'm just saying mm. in cologne after the show with bruno mm. i i was in the and i closed the show mm. and then on the supermarket bit where i say fair trade is like white people's halal certificate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they laughed and everything in the end there was this right-wing guy i didn't thought he was right extreme right-wing person mm-hmm. but he came and then he was like, yeah, man, you want to change the world with your with your stuff? I'm like, change the world? No. I'm like, maybe just to observe what I'm observing. It's like, yeah, it's fine. But why do you want the kids in Bangladesh or kids in Africa to have good lifestyle? He's asking me this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so that they also get human dignity. Mm-hmm. He's like, but shit would be expensive here then. I'm like, okay, bro, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Wow. Yeah, I said they should be like that. They, they should be suing those t-shirts for whatever sense they're doing it for. I'm like, oh, wow. 
and that happened and at the same night there was this news uh, uh australian the cafe guy is an australian or a new zealand he's from australia or new zealand he's a cafe owner the venue owner cafe, the venue owner, venue owner. Mm-hmm. i had a beautiful talk with him because he got into some hindu text and then it shaped his life uh-huh. i ignored it i never studied that so uh-huh. he, he uh-huh. this happened at the same place both the things i'm like this is part of the whole comedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that that's the thing it's there it's there you got to be ignorant not ignorant just avoid people's blunders don't take them too much on the mind mm. yeah yeah people are people are special and uh, b- people are special but we are <laughs> just like this is a common point we are that small speck of dust we are uh, tiny <laughs> so insignificant i'm not even a dust i don't think it's a dust or maybe that what do you call the cell mitochondria shit like those small organisms <laughs> very uh, small where 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 dirty <laughs> egg and sperm yeah crusty shit filthy filthy sperms and dirty eggs <laughs> um what's your instagram it's hasha instagram is harshat lingam harshat lingam mm-hmm. and you run sorry not sorry exactly sorry not sorry and trying out daisy vibes comedy new what's it called daisy vibes comedy daisy 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 is usually a, a term to Uh, uh, not acknowledge term identification term for Pakistani Bangladesh India Nepal Daisy Daisy yeah Daisy vibes con- comedy had no idea yeah. how ignorant am I no you're not <laughs> I have no idea All right, All right, so that has been Adults Only Comedy, Bill, and thank you so much, and um, uh, uh, see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>